All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. y'all as i record this twitter has just stopped a racist hashtag uncle tim from trending on twitter after allowing the liberal mob that controls much of the discourse on twitter to slur black senator from south carolina my home state tim scott for about 12 hours after scott delivered a devastating rebuke of joe biden's speech and entire program why'd they do that The left's in terror. They cannot allow any amount of truth on any major broadcast venue without it being censored or taken down. 15 minutes of unabashed truth delivered by a black man on national television. Well, that's the thing of terror to them. Here's the thing he said that really terrified them. Connecting the dots for voters who don't usually do so about the Democrats' plans not only to federalize elections, but also to use the federalized elections for fraud. Tim Scott wasn't the only person to put this together in the last 48 hours. Another person did. Former Department of Homeland Security Deputy Secretary Ken Cuccinelli, in a devastating interview, put it together too. Getting so close to the truth about their monstrous plan that it had to have the left quaking in their boots. We'll start with Scott. This is the relevant part of what he said from their point of view. How they use fake systemic racism to justify their unconstitutional attempt to take over the election system in this country. Scott was talking about the Democrats' lies about voter ID laws in Georgia being tightened and that being racist. Fact checkers have called out the White House for misstatements. The president absurdly claims that this is worse than Jim Crow. What is going on here? I'll tell you, a Washington power grab. This misplaced outrage is supposed to justify Democrats' new sweeping bill that would take over elections for all 50 states. It would send public funds to political campaigns you disagree with and make the bipartisan Federal Elections Commission partisan. This is not about civil rights or our racial past. It's about rigging elections in the future. Scott was talking about Democrats using race to pass H.R. 1, a stunning piece of totally unconstitutional legislation that bars the use of voter ID, get this folks, when you register to vote and also when you show up to vote. And the legislation goes a step further. It, it is absolutely unbelievable. Even if registrations, you know, people registered on the voter rolls, are found to be not real, unqualified to vote, or simply fake, they can't remove them. You heard that right. They have to stay. So suppose you register to vote in 
five counties. Guess what? No one can remove you and no one can ask for your ID when you show up to vote. Folks, the winner of our elections would be unknowable at that point. It'd be a wild west, Katie bar the door, free for all. Which is why I've been telling you since back on March 22nd, in my podcast that day called The Voter Drive at the Border is going exactly as planned, that The Voter Drive at the Border and H.R. 1, all their election reforms, are the same issue. One looks like elections, the other looks like illegal immigration. They're not different. They're all the same. And now, finally, I'm not the only one saying it. In fact, I'm shocked by who just did. Former Deputy Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, Ken Cuccinelli, a Bush type who's at best moderate, shocked me the other day by going on Breitbart's podcast and admitting exactly what I've been telling you. This is not a crisis or an illegal immigration problem. This is a voter drive. It's shocking to hear the Deputy Secretary of Homeland Security from 19, 2019 to 2021 actually say it out loud. Because until now, I'm the only one who has. They don't want to slow this down. You and I see a crisis. They see a voter registration line. And then Cuccinelli explained one critical part of H.R. 1 that I'd missed before. In fact, I think everybody did. Yeah, it outlaws voter ID at the polls and during registration, but it does something else. It automatically registers all adults in the country to vote, whether they would like to be registered or not. Here's Cuccinelli explaining what the Democrats are actually doing or trying to do. You know, you and I have touched on this H.R. 1 bill. One of the aspects of it is that it requires states, it mandates that states put every adult, individual is the word used in the bill, not citizen, individual that is in their state databases, whether it's the Department of Motor Vehicles, whether it's public health and you went to get a vaccine, uh, whatever it is, into their voter registration database. In other words, to register them to vote automatically. Well, non-citizens who are here legally and illegal aliens alike come into contact with all of our state and local government agencies. You know, that happens quite regularly all the time. And so all of those people will be swept onto the voter rolls under H.R. 1. And they and the other side would say, well, no, 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 he's lying. We don't make it legal for citizen non-citizens to vote. Technically, that's true. But they eliminate the penalty for it. You heard that right. No penalty for committing an alleged crime. And they sweep them all under the voter rolls. That tells you that's the point. So so th- this seems to be vote. this seems to be the game plan is you get the votes. It, it, it is much harder to cancel a vote that is cast. That is a stunning statement from a former deputy secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. But it pulls it all together. Can't use voter ID during registration or when you vote. Illegal immigrants automatically put on the rolls, whether they want to be there or not. And when they vote, punishment is barred. So voting still technically illegal, but punishment is barred by the bill. By the way, so you know, 
H.R. 1 has already passed the House. Like every other republic-destroying piece of legislation, it's bottled up, thank God, because the country continues to hang on the razor's edge because Democrat Senator Kirsten Sinema and Democrat Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia have refused to strike down the filibuster, which means they still need 60-plus votes to pass stuff in the Senate right now, and they don't have the votes to get H.R. 1 or any of their other America-killing bills through. That's a good thing, folks. I thought these guys wouldn't last till April, much less almost May. Maybe they can hang on to the midterms. Pray they do. Because last night, Joe Biden floated amnesty again. With a magnet like that, folks, we'd be seeing tens of millions at the border. And listen to how far Democrats are already going with their voter drive just to get the illegals here. Tom Homan, Barack Obama's former Border Patrol chief. Yeah, he was the top guy under Obama. Described the incentives, if you will. The Democrats are now handing out like candy at the border. This will blow your mind. They know they can come to the United States based on what's going on, get released, and be held in a hotel room at 370 bucks a night for a few days, get released, and compliments of the taxpayer, ICE is now giving them smartphones, a brand new smartphone when they get released into the community, where they can get a job in the U.S. that pays them a lot more because the way they're being released on the NTA notice to appear, they qualify for work authorization. So why are they going to stay in Mexico when they come to the United States with promises of free health care, a job, be detained in a hotel room at 300 bucks a night for a few days, get a new smartphone, and maybe get amnesty down the road because President Biden promised that too. All of which brings us to why the FBI kicked in Rudy Giuliani's door yesterday, another event that appears to be separate but is related to everything that I just told you about in this podcast. Illegal immigration, election bills, all related? Yup. I'll explain how next. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Okay, welcome back. To understand how deadly dangerous the Arizona audit is, the forensic audit being done in Arizona right now, the largest ever, the only one in which over 2 million ballots have ever been audited, ballot by ballot, vote by vote. To understand how deadly dangerous it is to Democrats, you need to listen to yesterday's podcast. In my opinion, one of the most epic I've ever done. It's already setting download records for the whole series. It's called Why We Still Don't Know Who the President Is. It's Wednesday, April 28th. And it takes you through what contractors working for the Trump campaign found last year. More illegal votes than Biden's margin of victory. His margin of victory, just 10,457 in Arizona. But those contractors who worked for Trump found 36,473 non-citizen voters voted illegally. You could figure this out without getting your hands on the ballot at all, on the ballots at all. All you need is the voter rolls and to go voter by voter to figure out who's who. They also figured out that 5,700 out-of-state voters voted illegally and that 5,700 ghost voters. In other words, people who aren't real, who were registered by others also voted. That's why I say in the podcast, we don't know who the president is because we don't know who won Arizona. In fact, this same pattern occurred across all the swing states. To get more details on that, you can listen to the podcast. The reason the forensic audit is so important is that Trump's campaign can hire all the contractors he wants to find these things in the voter rolls. And all you do is you pull the voter roll, look if they voted, then go backwards and find out if it's real. But it's not going to matter in court till you have an imprimatur of officialdom, a forensic audit. And that's what's going on in Arizona right now. An actual forensic audit where in the for the first time in the first state, we've gotten our hands on the ballots and the machines. Contrary to the lies the media has told, that hasn't happened yet. Judges didn't look at the merits of the Trump accusations in these Lawsuits. And by the way, the numbers I just read to you came from an official Trump lawsuit filing with the court. But the forensic audit could change that. This is why the left is fighting it like a scalded cat. Now, ask yourself this. Of all of us here in America, all 300 and God knows, I don't know, 40, 50, 70, who knows, million people. Who is a one person in this country whose face and name are most associated with the accusations of voter fraud in that election. The one person, Rudy Giuliani. Is he not? Remember the press conference? Yeah. Whose home got raided by the FBI again? Darn, Rudy Giuliani. Once you understand that the FBI is little more than an arm of the Democrat Party, you can see what's going on here. There's a desperate need to discredit anyone associated with the voter fraud claims ahead of 
what could potentially be coming if these contractors for the Trump campaign got it right in Arizona. See how this works? What's amazing about them raiding Rudy Giuliani's home is that he now stands accused by them of doing what Hunter Biden actually did. Specifically, he stands accused of lobbying Ukrainian officials and lobbying Trump to be able to lobby Ukrainian officials to find out about the money swapping schemes that Hunter Biden had going illegally in Ukraine. They just raided his house looking for evidence that he lobbied Trump on behalf of Ukrainian officials without registering as a lobbyist for a foreign agent. They sent former Trump campaign manager Paul Manafort to prison for that. But it's exactly what Hunter Biden did. Oddly, no one's ever raided his house. They just picked up his laptop and held it for a year and a half and told nobody they had it. If Giuliani did any lobbying at all, it would be to go back and forth between Trump and Ukrainian officials trying to get the proof of that illegal lobbying by Hunter and the checks that he cashed in exchange for getting a Ukrainian oligarch off the hook with the law by Joe threatening to withhold a billion dollar foreign fund. By the way, everything Hunter and Joe did there is illegal, but they have liberal privilege, so it doesn't matter. Not only do we know that Hunter took the money, we also know that Hunter never registered as a foreign agent and he kind of didn't report the money on his taxes. Hence, the money laundering investigation into him, the FBI has had open since they took his laptop, but it's done absolutely nothing about. Final note on this podcast, folks, I want to point something out to you, and I don't do this enough. You got to understand something. If I get this text once, I get it 15 times a day on our text line here at Word 106.3, where I work. And it goes like this. Why are people fighting? Everybody's giving up. Nobody's doing anything. They're just taking this country and it's over. And you know what? I don't point out often enough that it is not over. In fact, that's why I spend so much time doing these podcasts. If I thought it was over, I'd just give up. No, it's far from over. You got to remember something. If you can follow this podcast, if you listen to talk radio, or even if you just watch Fox News, you are super educated. You're an average of six weeks to three years, depending on the issue, ahead of the rest of the American people. Those who watch Fox News, eh, about 15% of the adult American public, are pretty far ahead of everybody else. If you listen to talk radio, you are among the most informed people in our country a tiny minority. Again, probably about 12% of adults. Please keep in mind, you are way ahead, as I said a minute ago, of everyone else. So while you're saying, oh my gosh, why don't we stop it? Let's have the fight. Let's do it now. You got to understand something, folks. People can't and won't fight until they understand what's going on. And if they're getting their news from the mainstream media, as most people are, they don't have a clue. Now, Americans surprise me often with, over time, their ability to see through what the mainstream media is saying, but it takes them a long time. They're just now beginning to figure out that something might be very wrong at the border. They haven't figured out at all that the media lies to them about police shootings and race, or even begun to question why it is that the media never uses statistics when they discuss police shootings and race. It's because about as many unarmed people, black, white, Hispanic, all races, get killed a year by police 
as get hit a year by lightning. It's 52 for unarmed people with police and with the lightning, about 49. In fact, it's just 18 unarmed people killed by police every year who are black, 24 who are white. That's according to the Washington Post's database of police shootings. So, see, you are super educated. You can't forget that. You can't expect Americans to fight or even come to the conclusion that they won't or have given up without figuring out that time lag, that six-week to three-year time lag. Americans don't know what's going on in their country. There's another thing with this, too. You are anxious. Because you listen to this podcast, you know America is hanging on the razor's edge. That, as I mentioned earlier in this podcast, just two Democrat senators have blocked the entire Democrat agenda, and they could decide to stop doing so at any moment. They are under unbelievable pressure. So all of the things that I tell you so that you understand the Democrats' monstrous plan are still purely theoretical. They haven't happened yet. Thank God. Maybe they never will. I could have never guessed Manchin and Cinema, the two Democrat senators currently blocking the destruction of the filibuster, could have held out to May, much less at all. That's a surprise to me. None of this is a foregone conclusion. And the vast majority of average Americans won't react to any of this until it happens and they feel it in their daily lives at the point at which it'll be real to them. Bottom line, I'm far from concluding Americans won't fight this. In fact, they already are, even if they're not fully informed about why they're fighting. You just saw this in the census, the mass movement from blue states to red states. It's huge. It's going to become bigger in the coming years. In fact, before it's done, I predict, as I predicted for a long time, that it will dwarf all other mass movements in America from the Great Migration of black people out of the South, that was tens of millions, to even the Grapes of Wrath migrations during the Great Depression. We will have never seen anything like it. It's the beginning of the separation of America. I called it that in the podcast from Monday called The Split Begins. That's April 26th. Folks, nothing is written. Nothing is assured. And understand as the movement continues... Certain areas of the country will get redder and redder and redder and redder. And we will be able to do things in those areas that make us freer and more prosperous than we are even right now. None of this is written. So please don't get depressed about the stuff you hear on this podcast. This is purely informational. A lot of state legislators and other leaders listen to my show and my podcast across the country. I'm simply trying to let people know what's coming and put it together succinctly, as almost nobody does for the American people, so that when it's time, we can lead the fight. And so that you'll continue to be a super spreader of reality and truth in America. So don't get down. Keep listening. If nothing else, it's fascinating. We live in a fascinating time that only gets more fascinating by the day. Thank you for listening to today's Battleground America podcast. Please subscribe and share with like-minded friends and family everywhere. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on radio.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to share with your friends and family. Thank you for listening.
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 